0: flushcarecom slash loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, real quick, to Blue Jays today. Good morning, everybody. The Toronto Blue Jays on this beautiful Tuesday morning on January 30th, 2024, they have just signed. Mr. Justin Turner from the Boston Red Sox, who will be the Toronto Blue Jays' new DH, maybe a little bit of third, maybe a little bit of first. We're going to get into all the details in this reaction podcast. It's just me today. Nick's at work. Nick's at work, guys. Uh, I'm supposed to be at work actually right now. I was supposed to be in a work meeting, so shout out to my work uh, for actually letting me go out and do this Um, because I have to be here with y'all. So if you guys haven't already, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, help the boys out, support the boys in the endeavors to cover Toronto Blue Jays news, rumors, off season stuff, regular season stuff. Let's get into it, guys. The Toronto Blue Jays have signed third baseman, maybe a little bit of first base, DH, Justin Turner, who played for the Boston Red Sox last year and did a lot of damage against those Toronto Blue Jays, our Toronto Blue Jays. We're going to get into exactly what does this mean for the Toronto Blue Jays? What does this mean for the Blue Jays' offseason moving forward? What does it look like in our lineup? How much are we paying them, et cetera, et cetera? And, and do we even like the move? Everyone in the chat right now, as I was setting up uh, on the YouTube live chat, people are a lot of people are arguing about this. A lot of people are saying they don't like the move. A lot of people are saying they like the move. I'm going to give you my two cents. Uh, because personally, little sneak preview. I like the move. I like the move. I know, I know. It's shocking. It's shocking. Uh I've been I've been looking for a hitter to drive and runs this season. And I believe Justin Turner is the guy. So you guys let me know in I'm actually gonna create a poll right now uh in this uh in this YouTube live stream. Like the Turner signing, yes or no? Boom. Let's hear your thoughts and we'll read it out at the end of the youtube live stream we got 204 people in here let's flash over to the first piece of news that came out this morning literally as i am waking up as i am waking up the man carlos baerga coming out here with another rumor remember carlos baerga was the guy who leaked uh the yariel rodriguez stuff okay and then what happened just a few hours later boom the Blue Jays sign Yariel Rodriguez, which actually isn't official yet, but we're still apparently linked to him. So we'll see if what that how that happens. But the Toronto Blue Jays uh, was linked to Justin Turner by Carlos Bayanga. Real quick, shout out to Battlegrounds, guys. If you're looking to have a party, a birthday party, a special Valentine's Day, you want to show off those axe throwing skills, go check out Battlegrounds, guys. Their website at Battle, Battlegrounds. Dot com. Uh, this was the first piece that kind of came out in this morning if you weren't awake around this actually was like midnight if I'm not mistaken and then like obviously people are waking up and talking about it this was around midnight um, this morning and it was like okay yes by Erga are you going to do it again are you going to be the master are you going to tell everybody what it is are we actually going to sign him uh, John Morosi, like we said on our, on our yesterday uh, live stream on our Blue Jays Today show John Morosi said that Possibly Justin Turner was going to sign this week, and he was dang right. Because apparently, just moments later, John Morosi coming out here and saying that Justin Turner and Blue Jays are close to agreeing to a deal. It is 9:44 a.m. as we are doing this live podcast, and it is now 8: uh, it was 8:57 a.m. Excuse me when that was tweeted. And then of course, moments later, we just got update that yes, Justin Turner's 1-year deal with the Toronto Blue Jays has a 13 million base salary with a 1.5 million in roster and performance bonuses. So, first let's talk about the contract cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of things we could talk about here. Some people are saying online oh, it's too much money, 13 million, what the heck? We could have gotten some other things with 13 million. Basically 14 and a half if he does well. Well, I mean, he does well. I don't know what these in-roster performance bonuses are, but you got to imagine if he's going to smash them, then it's going to be worth the $14.5 million. I'm okay with this. When I look back at the Blue Jays' roster and, and what Mark Shapiro said in the beginning of this offseason on how much money the Blue Jays had to spend, it was about 40 to $50 million that they had to spend on average annual value this offseason. And we look at all the guys that we've signed, we're about, we're about hitting that. We're about hitting that. And, yes, we could have gone out. We could have gotten Solaire, but he's definitely going to cost a little bit more. Obviously, I would have spent the money, but it's not my money. Rogers Communication and Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins, they're playing a little bit of a money ball situation right here. How can we get the most value out of Justin Turner? I actually made a funny – I think I made a funny tweet. I just watched Moneyball. Two nights ago, uh, with my girlfriend, it's a tradition every year, I always watch Moneyball before this season to get me in the mindset of how to be a good general, armchair general manager. What would I do? What would I do here? Love Moneyball, love Brad Pitt, love Jonah Hill. Great movie. Um, This feels like the ultimate soaking out the most value out of a lesser deal. In my opinion, you could argue with me on that. You could argue that Soler or JD Martinez would be much better, or Jock Peterson would be much better. But I think it's a great deal. I think it's a great deal. Um, people are I mean, just flashback real quick here. People are saying I'd rather sign Belt. He's a little bit old, 39 years old. Uh that's been the kind of argument that he's 39 years old. That's that's all people have. Oh, he he's okay, but the defense isn't there. He's 39 years old. But again, if I'm thinking about Brad Pitt, okay, I'm thinking about Billy Bean. I'm thinking about those Oakland Athletics who made it to the ALDS in 2001. What do they do after losing all their guys? What do they do? Put their heads together. Well, just Billy Bean and uh, Jonah Hill Uh, or Pete. And they said, okay, how do we get the most value here? How do we get the most value? How do this money that we have to spend... I guarantee Ross is in a boardroom going. Justin Turner, throws his name up on the whiteboard. Everyone goes, what? But he's 39. He basically is he's retiring. Mm-mm-mm. No, there's a lot of value. A lot of value out of that 39-year-old Justin Turner, everybody. A real quick shout-out to the 336 of y'all in here right now uh, who are watching this live stream. If you haven't already, guys, hit that like button and subscribe to Blue Jays today. All right, let's get into those numbers, shall we? Yeah, $13 million with a f- up to $14.5 million um, signing bonus is super exciting. Um, but is it worth the money? Well, you'd be the judge of that. Let's look over at his baseball reference. Yes, 39 years old. It is, it is older up there for sure. Uh, however, you look at his last year numbers, guys, and he hit 276 batting average, 86 runs scored. That's a lot of runs. 96 RBIs, It's a lot of RBIs, 800 OPS, on base of 345, OPS plus of 114. So he's definitely an above average hitter. And he produced, simple as that, he produced. And he hit in the middle of that Boston Red Sox lineup for the majority of the year, if I'm not mistaken. He hit right in the middle of that lineup. Um, And guess what, guys? He's been kind of doing those numbers. For the last five years, five, hell, I mean, he's never going to be like he was when he's 33, 32 uh, with the LA Dodgers when he was an MVP candidate um, in three years in a row. However, I think very likely you're going to see someone floating around exactly what he did last year. I know some people in the comments are saying, yeah, but he was at uh, Fenway Park and yeah, he's not going to have similar numbers as he did last year. Well, hold hold your horses, everybody. Okay, what is Fenway Park most known for? Doubles right? You smack it off the left field wall, the green monster, you can get a double. Um, Well, he only had 31 doubles last year. Only 31 doubles. Pretty good. 31 doubles. He had 36 with LA, right? Yeah, he had 22 the year before. Okay, sure, he had a lot of doubles, but he's hit doubles like that in the past. Home runs. Okay, 23. Okay, yeah, he had 13 the year before, but 27 the year before that. Okay? It's doable. Okay, yeah, but Fenway Park, you know, still, there could be some skewered numbers there. Okay, well, you want to look at home run numbers. Baseball Savant's got a great um, kind of, you know, expected home runs by Park metric right here. He hit 23 last year. Let me just double check. Yeah, he hit 23 last year. In the Rogers Center, he would have hit 25. Okay, so there you go. Boston Red Sox, he would have hit, or Boston Red Sox. Fenway Park, he would have hit 20 if he played all those games in that ballpark. So you can't really use the excuse that it was Fenway Park or the Fenway, L- no, 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 no. He would have done, if not better, at the Rogers center roger center is a great friendly hitting park now people some people some people might be saying oh but the turf the turf is really gonna hurt him um he can't really play because he's 39 and the turf is gonna injure him well i've got a tweet over here let me flash it back i've got a tweet over here from john morosi who says that justin turner is expected to be the jays primary dh in 2024 He's been a DH a lot with the Boston Red Sox. They've been kind of, you know, uh, monitoring his on-field expectation. Yeah, he could play some additional starts at first at third base when expected. Of course, of course, he, he could do it. So, okay, great. The turf won't really be an issue. And guess what? Uh, unless you're playing deep back at the corners, dude's going to be on some gravel. Yeah, I know there's turf underneath and it's not real like soil and stuff. But, hey, if he's going to primarily be DH, cool. That's fine. Hey, if you want to be a great manager too... Maybe when we're at the Rogers Center, we only use him as a DH. I'm just saying. If you're really worried about turf, that's an easy solution. 81 games, he's a DH. Done. Other 81 games, he could be a DH third base, first baseman on some real grass. Done. Okay, so the excuses of him not being a great hitter at Rogers Center or because his numbers were skewed because of uh, uh, Fenway Park, those arguments are squashed. Uh, we use statistics to prove it. The the expectation of him, oh, he you know he he's going to deteriorate on, on this defense, uh, oh, and he's a bad defender, you know, another bad defender. Yes, I will agree. His defense numbers aren't that great, but that's why you go sign IKF, right? I mean, now the IKF signing makes a little bit more sense if you're going to pair him up with Justin Turner. I still disagree because IKF's literally worse, basically the equivalent of Espinal. We have that guy for cheaper, so I I do disagree with that. But there you go, he's going to be a DH. So all those all that being said. million, guys, $13 million with a signing bonus of 1.5, or not signing bonus, but performance bonuses of 1.5 million up to $14.5 I like the signing, guys. I like the signing. That's what I'm going to say. Where's my cheer sound effect? I like the signing. Yes. Good job, Blue Jays. Good job. Now, we have to talk about... Some obvious stuff. I want to get into some more Justin Turner, like, makeup with the team. And there's a couple stats I want to bring up. Actually, screw it. While we're on the stats stuff right now, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. And then I'll get into the whole, uh, I want to talk about, like, the, the extended stuff, like Solaire and and, and and what does this mean about the Blue Jays. So let's first look at um these fun stats brought to you by yours truly and Blue Jays today team. Uh, i made this tweet earlier this morning on my personal account. I don't know if you guys want to follow my personal account, but um there it is. Um, because everybody this morning was saying, again, the same stuff, like, ah, oh, like not a good signing. He's kind of meh. I saw, I think it was, and um, no disrespect to Josh Goldberg. Uh, I love seeing his tweets. I, I mean, I'm never going to discredit anybody for their opinion and stuff, but his opinion was Justin Turner is a meh signing. Well, I said, okay, that's your opinion. I think he's a good signing because of these numbers right here. If you took all of the Blue Jays' stats in 2023, all the player stats, and you ranked Justin Turner within those rankings of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, he would have been second in batting average, tied for first and on base, second in slugging, second in OPS. By the way, Belt is not in this list because he did not qualify for the amount of at-bats, um, according to MLB.com. Uh, he would have been second in runs scored, and he would have led the team in RBIs. He would have led the team in RBIs and second in home runs. Now, is he going to get better than this? This is pretty good year for him. I'm not going to lie. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the slash line is a bit better, but that's a that's a lot of production numbers. But still, 96 RBIs? This dude hit the cleanup for most of the year, and that's exactly the kind of role he's going to play for the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, great signing. And again, Blue Jays today out here tweeting. For all the Justin Turner haters out there, just a quick reminder, this dude can hit. Just looking at defense, because obviously we got right here, we got Justin Turner compared to Matt Chapman, for those who are listening on the audio podcast. War, obviously, Matt Chapman beats Justin Turner. Turner had a 2.1 war, Matt Chapman 4.4. That's because Turner was DHing a lot last year, played a little bit of third base and first base when he was out there, and uh, dude didn't really flash the glove, you know, sexy or anything like that. So that's why his war was down. However, just looking at the offense, um, a, played more games than Matt Chapman last year. This dude was older than Matt Chapman. Played more games, so there you go if you're worried about age and health. Um, more played appearances. More hits than Matt Chapman. You know, 154 compared to Matt Chapman's 122. More homers than Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman had 17 homers. Scott Boris' big thing with Matt Chapman raising the price is a big, slugging, third-base great de- defense. The Great defense is the one thing you had, Scott Boris. That's why that's why Matt Chapman isn't signed right now because no one wants to sign him to that price tag because, this dude... You had a guy who was 38 who had 23 homers. So what are we talking about here? RBIs, almost double Matt Chapman. 96 RBIs compared to 54. Dude was 38 and had the same stolen bases as Matt Chapman. Granted, only four, not big game changer. But still, better batting average, betting on base, better slugging, better OPS, and better OPS+. So what are we talking about here, man? I, I feel like I'm Billy Bean. You know, I feel like I'm Brad Pitt right now. Being like, so what the f- are we talking about right now, guys? This dude was better than Matt Chapman, man. And guess what? Guess what? He's going to be 10 times... Well, maybe not 10 times. It's exaggeration. Eight times cheaper than Matt Chapman last year. Moneyball, big brain, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Great signing by Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro. Yes, we're going to talk about Solaire because, I mean... Would I rather have Solaire and J.D. Martinez? I mean, probably. <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about it. But before we do, guys, real quick shout out uh, to the sponsor of today, uh, today's live reaction. Time for for, for a quick, quick shout-out to Betway. Betway, Betway is the, the best place to make, make all of your sports, sports bets, bets on all of your favorite teams. Betway, Betway is also in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Ontario. Must, Must be 19, 19 years or older to participate. And, and guys, guys, please, bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. Now, back now, back to, to the content. Shout-out to Betway. If you guys are sports bettors, make sure you check out Betway and the Betway feed and all that kind of stuff. They're awesome supporters of Blue Jays today. Um, so, yeah, I'm seeing all your guys' comments saying, wait, is this good news? <laughs> uh, I'm going to read some of your comments. Real quick, yeah, double, double audio input. I know because um, my speaker in the other room is kind of uh, it, it projects it out, but it's all good. Um, yeah, for real, this guy is so underrated. Thank you, guys. Brad Pitt turned into a nerd, dude. Brad Pitt is you know probably the most good looking nerd I've ever seen. Uh, played a GM on on a movie. I mean, <laughs> how many movies are there with GMS? Uh, Best looking GM in movies. Uh, what's his flight number? Haha. <laughs> Good one. Uh, I'm just hoping Turner keeps up the slugging. Well, here's another fun fact. I don't have the stat here, but he uh, he smashes lefties four six six slugging. One of the best amongst the Blue Jays would have been last year. Um, all right, let's talk about let's talk about the lineup. Let's talk about the roster configuration, and then we'll get into the whole Solaire and stuff reaction. I already love how um, Fangraphs has updated the Blue Jays roster already. Uh, right here, you've got. Uh, Already, Justin Turner slotted into that four spot. That's exactly what he's going to be. I know you might not think it's a classic four hitter, but no. Justin Turner is a classic four hitter. 96 RBIs, may I remind you, is what he hit last year. That guy is going to be driving in. Vladdy, Bo, Springer, right? And this makes the lineup look a lot deeper. We were talking about, for a while now, how the Blue Jays lineup just doesn't look as good. Right. We made a video projecting the Blue Jays lineup. We're probably going to have to um, talk about um, what it's going to look like now with Justin Turner. And this is probably a good example. Uh, However, I'd move a couple things around. For example, you know, after Turner, I I do think it would go Biggio because he's the best lefty and you want to get the lefty righty splits. Schneider, you could argue that would be Danny Jansen um, not playing second base. Of course, it would be the catching spot. Then it would be Varsho. Then it would be um, either Schneider or, I mean, Isaiah Kainer-Falefa. Um, you know, they have third base playing Vision. We'd move him around, maybe playing second, and then IKF bet down in the eight hole. And then to round in the lineup, Kevin Caramara. That's much more respectable. Do I love that Kevin's batting fifth? If he breaks out this year, if he does well, I love it. One of the lefties got to break out at the end of the day. Like, that's... That's going to be inevitable. If if a lefty doesn't break out and hit in the you know seven fifty OPS mark and be a solid fifth hitter for the Blue Jays, I mean, then the bottom half of the lineup is going to be pretty inconsistent, in my opinion. Because you are going to get just some weird. You are not going to you are not going to be able to string stuff together because because you are going lefty, righty, lefty. Well, if all the lefties are struggling, you are going to have struggle. You know what are you going to get for the righties? Maybe it's, let's say they are mid lefty struggle, mid lefty struggle, mid. That talk about rally killing and not driving in runs. That's how you are not driving runs. So You got to have. You ought to have at least one or two of the lefties start popping off. So that's the kind of lineup configuration right now. Honestly, much better. Much, much better. Here's a fun fact, or maybe not a fun fact. Maybe a fun question for all you guys right here. Can the Blue Jays add another bat? (laughs) I know some of you guys are thinking it because you're like, wait, no, this isn't Solaire. This isn't JD Martinez. Could they add another bat? Personally, I would say no. I don't think they do. Why? Because I look at the money that they had, the budget they had. And uh, unless they're going to go over the budget, this is exactly what they wanted. They said they'd get one more bat and this is it. However, just for funds and shits and giggles, MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM proposed a question. Could the Blue Jays make a splash and sign two veteran free agent sluggers? And this guy, Steve Phillips, says yes he would say that they are all in. They would absolutely be better than where they were last year with Chapman and Belt. Well, Turner's already better than Chapman offensively. JD Martinez is definitely better than Brandon Belt offensively. So I would agree with him. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But if it did, he said that would make them the favorites in the AL East. That's a big, uh, (laughs) that's a big thing. Now Looking at the lineup, where the hell would that even play? Um, Well, obviously, Justin Turner now is going to start taking more reps at third. Now you're starting to get into that area where all all those arguments I was saying that, you know, Turner could be off his feet DHing. He could be, you know, when he's on grass field, he can be playing some third. You're not going to have as much flexibility there because J.D. Martinez basically commands a DH spot. Yeah, J.D. could play a little bit of corner outfield. Maybe you do that. Maybe you switch it up. I I don't really see it. It does feel like a a way too much of a log jam. Um, I mean, at this point, if that that reality did happen, Kirk and and Kirk's at-bats are gone. Like, forget my prediction of Kirk breaking out. This dude's riding the bench hard uh, this season uh, because you're going to want to play dirty as much as possible. Dirty hands Jansen. Uh, But just fantasy land. Let's put Turner at third base. He would... See, again, you still want to go lefty, righty, lefty. Um, you would go J.D. Martinez in the four hole behind Vladdy. You'd put Kevin in the fifth spot, lefty. Then you'd put Justin Tartar down here uh, in the sixth spot, Dalton Varshow. And then you put like Biggio. I can't have on the bench at this point. Biggio would be, actually, no, what would it be, Biggio? Um, no, right, because Kevin Biggio is up here. Excuse, excuse moi. excuse him Excuse uh, who the hell? Oh yeah, you put dirty hands down here. Wow. See now the lineup's looking even deeper. Kevin Kiermaier around with the lineup. Um, yeah, obviously I think that would make our lineup cracked as hell because you're adding guys who could, you know, touch 90 RBIs uh, any given year. Uh, in the four and six spot, which would be cracked. Um, this guy's saying mid lineup. Um, I mean this right here is I would say obviously it's better. Uh, not exceptional. You got to have a lot of guys break out, but. It would be better. Um, So that's my kind of thoughts on the whole Justin Turner joining the Toronto Blue Jays lineup. Let's get some quick questions in the chat, guys. Capital letters in the chat um, for me. I want to see what you guys are thinking because I've been talking for the last 23 minutes uh, about this. Uh, My kind of final thoughts, as my mic is turning away, excuse me. My final kind of thoughts, um, great signing. Solaire would have been obviously better uh jd martinez would have been better um but we don't know the market maybe we just weren't willing to pay that money maybe we saw that we didn't have a chance or we were being outbid or blah 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 um one size fits all seemed
1: like a good idea for clothes
0: nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt
1: until you tried it on same goes for your health care you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
0: I would still, I mean, hell, if you want to give me a dream scenario and you go out and you sign one of these guys to line up, like Solaire doesn't, like, yeah, he would be a DH, but you could put him in left field or probably Dalton Varsho would be left field, but you could put him in right field every now and then. Wouldn't be that bad. Um, but I don't think we're going to do it. I think this is the team. If I were to bet money, I don't think we make another sign. If we make another signing, it's going to be a a minor league contract. It's going to be, you know, um, some sort of bullpen piece. If, If, you know, if that maybe some pitching depth, that's basically what it is. Ah, great question. Trade now says mile high six trade. Now says Colin. Um, good question. Uh, I'm making a minute monologue for those who are new here. I'm making a video tomorrow, basically a few-minute video, just talking about anything Toronto Blue Jays and MLB-related. In that tomorrow's video, I'm going to cover this more intensely. Um, But there's probably going to be some shifting, I would absolutely say. If we look over here back at the roster, I mean, look at the bench right now. Now you have Danny Jance on the bench. Obviously, you're not touching that. Spencer Horwitz. Is he going to get an opportunity to play some first base this year? I don't know. If Justin Turner is going to be that first baseman backup, maybe not. I mean, he is a lefty option, but maybe you start him in the minors. Don't go burning his options. That might be the way to go. Bring him up in case of injury. So maybe he doesn't start with the team. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe you bring up some sort of guy that you can like expend his contract, right? Like you want a guy guy that you can really burn through his options, right? A minor league contract. Uh, Espinal, dude, this guy's lost all his playing time like for real man this guy's lost all his playing time unfortunately i hate to see it cuz i don't want to attack from the team but this is the reality that we're in um if you you could send down horwitz bring up a minor league guy to kind of burn through so in that reality it would work without a trade if you wanted to send down spencer horwitz but i mean like i've said before if you want to just send espinal get some value out of him that'd be the way to go man because he, he's got value sitting on the bench and he's never going to see any sort of playing time. So I I would trade him and be okay with someone in our minor league system like, um you know, I'm just looking down here, you know, like, a oh, here we go. Uh, like an Otto Lopez, an Ernie Clement. Yeah, they have zero uh, options, but starting with the team, use him Leo Jimenez, you can use him, right? Don't use Orvis Martinez or Addison Barger because you want to save those options. Or or sign a minor league guy. You could see them going out and signing a minor league contract, you know, like an Ernie Clement type, and then start burning through their uh through their options. Right, Uh, that would probably be the best option. Question: If this year and next year are a fail, asking inked rails, do you both do you both Vlad and Bo walking, or do I see both (laughs) both Vlad and Bo walking? uh that's a tough situation to get into like what do you mean by fail like if they miss playoffs because that's that for me probably no fails probably they don't even win a game in in the postseason yeah they miss postseason that's definitely a fail Mm. i mean if yeah i that would be most likely the reality i could see that happening um do we trade them before it's over probably not i'd say i'm asking myself that question i think we still got to ride with it till the wheels fall off because you never know but um Unless they got off to a horrible start in 2025. Then it's like, all right, well, we got to trade. Um, but I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Um, but they do probably walk. Unless unless one of them walks. I'll, I'll tell you that. We're not signing both back. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, so someone's saying Lopez sucks. Jimenez sucks. Clements, okay. Well, that, dude, they don't have to be great. They're going to be on the bench and never play, see playing time. <laughs> you know, like, They're going to play maybe. You know, So I, it doesn't matter if they suck. They're not playing so uh all right why question why bother watching this team why bother watching anymore if this is the team uh because you're a blue jay fan you know i'm not guys i'm gonna say it right here as we're winding down this podcast um you gotta ask yourself man like are you a blue jay fan because Everyone kind of out there saying, yeah, I'm not even going to watch the season. Yeah. I mean, I get the whole season ticket holder thing. I mean, that's a lot of money to commit to. People being like, I'm not going to buy season tickets because of this team. Um, dude, I'm a Blue Jay fan. I mean, my living room has looked like this for four years. You know, people come over and they're like, oh, I guess you're like the Blue Jays. Make a joke. And I'm like, yeah, I could take it down. I could only bring it up when the podcast is up, but I keep it up because I'm a Blue Jay fan. You know, it, it's it, that's it. So if you're a Blue Jay fan... Of course, you're going to watch this. I watch this team when they're garbage. Yeah, I I probably watched the team the least in 2018. Uh, that was because I was in school and I was working a lot. I didn't have a lot of time. The team was bad, but I still watched. I still supported. I still checked in. I still looked at the boys. I saw who was being developed. I, I'm still watching. I'm still watching. So, yes, to answer the question, I'm going to watch because I'm a fan of this team. And I hope you all are going to watch too because we're going to be here during the regular season watching about three games a week, folks. Hopefully, if the Blue Jays do well, and if this channel does well, we're going to watch three games a week. We're going to be going live, doing this show more often, and covering Toronto Blue Jays baseball. That's right, Leah. BJ's ride or die. Excuse me, I just kind of burped into the mic. BJ's ride or die, baby. That's right. That's right. And with that being said, guys, let's call it right here. Toronto Blue Jays, they signed Justin Turner, and I think it's a great signing. We were going to post an Addison Barger podcast today on the show, on the YouTube uh, channel, on our podcast platforms. However, because of this, we're going to push it back to Thursday. Unless something else comes out, then we'll be pushing it back more. But stay tuned for Addison Barger's podcast. He's talking about the Blue Jays' new hitting coach strategy, insider information. So tune in for that. We're probably going to talk more about some potential trade Possibilities with the Blue Jays. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We love all you guys. And as always, guys, go, Jays, go.